It's not about this week or your current circumstances being perfect that will cause you to win every day. No, it's about you being in the right position. Hello, my name is Felicia Goings and I want to welcome you back to WordCast, where I get to bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Now, our one word focus for this week is offense, as in the opposite of defense in sports. When you're on offense, you're in a more favorable position because you've got what it takes in your hands to score and win the game. But here's the thing. There's a strategy that we can use to go from living areas of our lives on defense to offense. Not everybody is living every area of their life on offense. And so this week, we're talking about how can we transition every single day uh, of this week, every area of our lives to that offensive position. So let's go back to our offensive play, our strategy from James 4. Verse 7, which says, Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, to get in a winning position this week and stay there, we're going to have to work that offensive play, James chapter 4, verse 7, and submit to God. We left off yesterday with me telling you guys about a pretty difficult season in my life from years ago where my finances were in shambles, my relationships were struggling, uh, my my company, my business, I was having issues there. Uh, I wasn't sleeping. My sleep was disrupted. There was so much going on. So make sure you go back and tune in to Monday's episode and then you can jump back over here with us for Tuesday's episode. But I was telling you guys about that time and I ended with how God began to speak to me and he was basically teaching me how to get off defense in that season of my life and get on offense. So I want to break down the offensive play before I tell y'all how that season uh, came to its end in my life. I don't know if you guys have watched documentaries about Michael Jordan or the Bulls. And, you know, sometimes I, I have watched things where they were just like, pass the ball to Mike. That was the particular strategy and, and play they were going to employ at that time to win the game. And most of the time it worked. So where our particular strategy is concerned, it says, submit yourselves to God. So whatever is in your hands, whatever the ball represents in your particular life, right? Just in this analogy of basketball, whatever the ball represents in your particular life, you submit that to God. You don't let the enemy steal your dreams out of your hands. The same way Mike not trying to let the other opposing team take the ball out of his hands, he is going he's going to score. Like if you if you come for me, I'm running right through whatever trap, whatever play y'all trying to work, I'm gonna run right through it and I'm going to score. I'm focused on getting this ball in that basket. We're the same way in our lives. We have something in our hands that the enemy is trying to take. The enemy is trying to steal. That's why it's been difficult in the marriage. That's why it's been difficult finishing school. That's why it's been difficult starting the the company. That's why it's been difficult to get the podcast launched. Because there is something of value in what you have in your hands and the enemy wants to take it. When you're on offense, you have everything you need to win. So you don't let the enemy steal your dreams out of your hands this week. You don't let the enemy take your marriage or your husband. You don't let a seducing spirit take your wife. If you know God calls the two of you to be together, you don't let the enemy take your child or your job or whatever you know God has given you and have you on the run playing defense in your own life. No, 
You pass the ball to God. That's the submission. Pass the ball to God. So where the Bulls had people passing the ball to Mike, in our life, in our spiritual walk, we pass the ball to God. You submit that dream to the father. You submit that wife. You submit that husband. You submit that relationship. You submit that company. Whatever it is of value in your hands, you submit that thing to God. You give it to God and you allow him to work on you and it. And once you have submitted it to God, that's a wrap. The game is finished. But you might say, well, Felicia, the second part of the the verse is, uh resist the devil and he'll flee from you see what a lot of people do they're trying to fight the stuff that's going on in their body the addictions the bad habits the procrastination the doubting themselves being fearful feeling inadequate they're trying to stop all of that stuff just going straight to the resistance part of the enemy but they're they're forgetting to take on that first part of submitting whatever it is everything your whole self your fears whatever it is submitting it to god because see that's first base that's going to help to take care of the second part of that scripture so here's what i'm saying you submit to god first it's a wrap the game is over once it's in god's hand god ain't gonna lose when you give god the ball oh he gonna score with the ball like you better believe god is not going to drop the ball in any area of your life if you put that thing in his hands i don't care how insurmountable the situation may seem i don't care how hard or difficult the person or the endeavor or how much money you need for the project if you put the ball put the health situation put whatever it is into god's hands he's not gonna drop the ball game over you win period that's the offensive position of this life this walk of faith with the lord but what happens at the end of the basketball game i'm gonna get to this this second part where it says resist the devil you're like oh but you're forgetting the second part what happens at the end of the basketball game once you've won does the losing team go in the locker room with the winning team no they go in the opposite direction hence when you submit to god you win the game and the enemy will flee from you that's what he's not telling you. See, before he flees, you've already won submitting it to God. While the problem is yet still standing in your face, the fact that you spoke within yourself, you just whispered it to God. You gave it to him in prayer. You said amen to everything I'm saying on, on, on this podcast right now. And you're coming into agreement with it and you're submitting certain things to God, you're in a winning position right now. You're in the position. Game over. Once you give the ball to God, he's not going to drop it. So you got to stop worrying and fretting about certain stuff. God ain't going to drop the ball on you. He's the best person to have on the team. And so once the ball is in the Lord's hands, game over. Ain't no defense for that. Satan, you can go on to the locker room and get off my court. Now, there are some practical things once you once you do submit to God, once you are on that offensive um, uh, uh, living, the, the winning side of life. There's some practical things that you do to resist the enemy because he still will try to take. He'll still try to convince you that what you're doing is not working. So when James four and seven says submit to God, resist the devil, 
the the Bible is instructing you to do that because you have been given the power and authority to do that. A lot of people don't understand they have the authority to resist the enemy. They don't have to be a victim of demonic spirits, of depression, of fear, uh, driving them in their life to do certain things. People who sometimes have experienced suicidal thoughts and, and they listen to them and they take their own life and it would seem like the enemy was in control. No, you have the authority to give God the ball or you have the authority to give the enemy the ball in your life and what a lot of believers are doing is they are giving the ball to the enemy and they live in life on defense but you powerful person listening to me right now you're gonna be on offense all week and if we do shift if we do flip-flop we will understand based on the word of God how to get back in position So this ain't about being perfect. I'm not perfect. We're not perfect people, but it's about knowing what to do. That's why I started this segment saying, listen, the week don't have to be perfect. The situation don't have to be perfect, but I know what to do if something's trying to run up on me. I know what to do if I face a giant this week. I know what to do if something steps on my court and tries to take my stuff, tries to take my dream. I know what to do. I release my authority. I submit the ball to God and I release my authority. Now, I want to break this down real simply because I was telling you yesterday that I was even struggling in this this hard season of my life, even relationally. And I was like, oh, my God, like something needs to change. This is what is happening. And I knew that it was an attack. Number one, the enemy will attack your mind and assassinate somebody's character in your life so that you look at them differently. Now, they're still an awesome person. They're still the person God divinely connected you to. They're still meant to be friends with you. They're still meant to be family with you. But the enemy will assassinate their character in your own mind to get you to believe lies about that individual. And then maybe some of the things you see in are true, that changes do need to, to be made. But instead of approaching it and love the enemy will have you approaching it in a way that causes strife and division so I want to tell you what I'm not saying for those of you who may not be familiar with God-given authority I'm not saying uh, use your authority to dominate people or to get overly aggressive and controlling that's what people who live their life on defense end up doing to try to win they they try to dominate people and, and get overly aggressive in my situation really quick because I, I want to get there's some things I want to get to and man I may have to push uh, to episode three with all the stuff I wanted to get out in this one um, that Holy Spirit gave me to share but in my particular particular situation when I began to speak and declare you foul unclean spirit stop tormenting my mind in the mighty name of Jesus I command you to go leave me in Jesus name I am submitted to the father I am not yours to manipulate I am not yours I said stop disrupting my sleep and I just began to speak over my life speak over my finances do you know in that same week my phone started ringing again for the business and not only with new clients but with the same people who had canceled the previous uh contracts in the previous time they came back I was able to lay down and go to sleep without interruption my relationship was restored and as I was speaking out of my mouth I could feel the demonic forces breaking off my mind and the peace of God entering in and it was because I released the authority that God already had on the inside of me And that's why when I was crying out to him, he wouldn't just pull a miracle and stick his hand down and not require me to do anything. Because, see, I wouldn't have learned it and I wouldn't even be able to share it with you right now. So I'm crying out to God, help me, help me, help me, please, Jesus, help me. And he says, use your authority. 
And now I understand your authority is in your mouth. So I can't be talking about my situation like it's a lost cause, like I'm going through a bad season. No, I'm coming up out of this thing. I'm speaking to whatever it is that's tormenting my mind. I'm speaking to whatever it is that's trying to make me quit and give up on my company and give up on people I love and 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 and, and cause me to think no more money will ever come. Man, when I tell you God has made up any financial loss during that time, all of it came back multiplied. After I began to speak, y'all, I'm not kidding. The thing that I did differently than what I had been doing in this season is I began to speak over and speak to the situation. I began to speak the word of God over. Anybody can do this if you will believe. See, your God-given authority is not based on you being perfect or having a specific background. It's not based on you knowing all the right people or having a lot of money or intelligence or a high social status. Your God-given authority is not based on your gender or your color or your age. None of those things dictate your authority because your authority is in your mouth. It's not in your pedigree. You can release the authority of God in every situation in your life this week. By opening your mouth and speaking life to your situations, speaking to your body, speaking to your health, speaking to your relationship. And I'm not saying you got to actually physically be there with other people. You're, you could be by yourself. You speak out. You're speaking to the spirit realm. You speak life into your business, speak life into your finances, speak life at school, speak life over your focus. If you're, you're struggling in, in focusing, speak life to your emotions simply by speaking right words over those areas consistently will keep you on offense. Your ability to live out this week from a winning position of offense will be based on the words you consistently speak. Y'all. I have something so powerful and amazing to share with you guys. Real talk, true story. And I have ran out of time. So come back tomorrow. I really thought I was going to be able to get it in. I literally have it in my notes to share for episode two, but I'm going to have to push it to episode three. I see. Uh, somebody said, well, why don't you just go ahead and take more time? Here's the thing. I want to get the word in and then we get out and, and go into the world and do what God has called us to do so we can go ahead and apply it. We supposed to be putting up shots today. So I can't keep you here talking to y'all day. We got to get the part we're supposed to get today. Go apply that and then come back tomorrow and get some more. So I love you guys so much. And right now I want to go over a few key takeaways. Number one, our word focus for this week is offense, meaning that you live your life from a winning position. Number two, our offensive strategy is a scripture, James chapter four, verse seven, which says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In other words, based on this analogy that we're using for this week, you pass the ball to God. God will not drop the ball on any area of your life. So pass the ball to God, submit, resist the enemy, and he will flee from you. Number three, to get on offense and stay on offense, you must exercise your God-given authority. Your authority is in your mouth, and when you release it, your life will begin to take on the form of whatever it is you consistently speak. Now let's take our offensive position and speak victory over the rest of our week. I need you to repeat after me like you mean it. I choose to live my life on offense instead of defense. God has fully supplied me with everything I need to walk in victory this week. I have what it takes. I will not back down from challenges or difficulties. 
I will open my mouth and release my authority. I now command any wrong situation in my life to turn around and go right. I have what it takes to win this day. I have what it takes to win this day. And I will release my authority. My name is Felicia Goins. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me on WordCast. Be sure to come back tomorrow. You do not want to miss the rest of the episodes this week. WordCast is here for you. And remember, one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.